Hello and welcome to the 100 day writing challenge, day 77. Okay, so we are going to do one more genre, action and adventure. Again, they're both genres, but they're also just components or strategies in many, many types of story. I have fight sequences in my books and their fantasy. A detective novel might include a tense chase across twilit rooftops. Even comedy can have moments of high drama as a character desperately tries to catch the crazed seagull trapped in their attic. Often action, sometimes lumped in with thrillers or billed as a sub-genre of thrillers, is seen as this quite trashy throwaway form of fiction. But aside from, as I've just mentioned, the fact that it appears everywhere throughout all sorts of stories, it's also far from easy to write. We can often picture complex scenes with someone leaping over a pit or swerving through traffic quite easily because we watch lots of movies. But it's tough translating that into fiction, which is both gripping and, at a basic level, comprehensible. When you're writing action scenes, even if you consider yourself very much an author in the literary mould, or you maybe you like writing cosy mysteries or romance in which there's never likely to be a high-octane shootout... When you do write these action scenes, it is very, very good writing practice because what it demands of you, the management skills essentially of saying this thing was here, this thing moved that way and the hero felt this, applies to any genre, right? It's a great place for cross-training. So how to do action scenes well. Sometimes it's about picking your battles and really stripping back your language. Lots of short, simple sentences that focus on the basics of where your protagonist is and what they're doing. This serves two purposes. First, it just reduces the cognitive load on the reader. You're not asking them to picture unnecessary elements like, oh, look over here, there's a there's a, a fetching statuette in the background. They don't necessarily need to know about that unless it's about to be sort of like a requisitioned as an impromptu weapon. Um, so you strip back to the essentials so they can just picture the main key components. And secondly, when you make things very simple and strip down, it naturally speeds the narrative up. Fewer words, fewer adjectives for flavour means the story just moves faster. Now, that is not to say you don't want a couple of well-chosen moments where you engage the reader's five senses or evoke some physiological response the protagonist is experiencing. You know, maybe like the stink of petrol leaking from the crashed car, the, the thud of their heart, the high-pitched tone in their ears after an explosion leaves them temporarily deafened. But those should come like one sentence in every five or fewer. Five is, of course, an arbitrary number. That's not the law. Just a, a rule of thumb that I made up just now. Um, but of course, short, simple sentences aren't the only game in town. It's just probably the least risky tactic. That's why I'm suggesting it to you as a starting place. But I do absolutely encourage you to take risks if it sounds interesting, fun or valuable to you. You could, for example, describe a sword fight in slow, balletic terms, like Roger Zelazny, uh, an author who like writes cool pulp fantasy and science fiction. I think like often clever pulp but that's making it sound like pulp needs to apologize for itself and i don't think that's necessary at all i think he writes for the fun of it and then is also kind of cheeky and has a good sense of humor with it but roger zelazny has a beautiful bit in his chronicles in amber series which happens to be fantasy but is also action and adventure where some characters have a sword fight on horseback while descending a staircase underwater 
And he has this beautiful bit of description uh, where he describes blood rising from a wound like smoke. Your action doesn't always have to be actiony. So for today's exercise, I'd like to have a go at writing an action sequence, obviously. I mean, it could be a character trying to jump from a bridge onto a moving train or send scaffolding to chase a villain who's trying to reach a waiting helicopter or a car chase through a dried up riverbed or a fistfight in a tattoo parlour at midnight. Don't worry about being sort of too original with your setting for our purposes here. It's okay if you find yourself sort of swimming into slightly tropey waters although you can always you know give it a little twist if you want to make it fizz think of one change you can make to a standard setting to help it feel more unique oh and make sure your protagonist has a clear goal in this scene you know to escape to catch someone to get an answer to save someone from danger it's up to you I'll leave it up to you whether you write this scene in the sort of classic action style, um, short, simple sentences with some kind of sensory or physiological description about every fifth line, or in that second lyrical mode, you know, with a very poetic, slow description of something quite visceral and scary. Actually, sometimes that second style mimics how we experience life or death situations and trauma, because with all the adrenaline pumping through us, our senses are heightened and after the fact we often remember it as if time slowed down because there's all that sensory detail you know like we've taken in so much that in the memory of it it feels it just plays back slower because we can remember the color and the text on a particular book that was on a shelf in the room where it happened or whatever and sometimes you know in states of intense arousal we experience this effect where things seem unreal or hyper real so writing in a very detailed way with lots of metaphors or similes can bring that feeling out too. So either this very simple style, stripped down style, or this kind of like very florid style, both can do a convincing job of conveying dramatic action. Right, so a big ask today, I uh, grant you, but I hope you have fun. I suggest you start mid-action, just jump in rather than building up to it. You know, a bullet whizzing past the viewpoint character's head in the first sentence, bank windows blowing out, a you know, buffalo stampeding into the frontier town. Right from the first sentence, um, have uh, poop kicking off. Right, are you ready to unleash the peril? Brilliant. I'm so excited. Three, two, one, go.
And that's it. Well done. Maybe you enjoyed that. Maybe you felt like you were writing pastiche. You know, you just felt like a like a hack. Uh, or maybe you experienced a, a grey area somewhere in between the two. Or maybe you experienced you fluctuated between the two states. Whatever your outcome, um, I invite you to return to that practice I introduced really early on that we've been periodically returning to. Have a think about how you felt before today's exercise. You know, what kind of thoughts were going on in your mind, how you just felt broadly speaking. Your experience during, you know, what your inner monologue was like, what your emotions were like and how you feel now after the fact. What kind of thoughts and judgments are you making? No right or wrong answers here. Not asking you to police those thoughts either. Just worth, I think, noticing. Right. Thank you, my dear friend. I think we've sampled enough treats from the genre carousel for now. That really is the last one. It might be time to bolster ourselves in preparation for the final effect. Ascent. The final ascent. Yeah, I know. Exciting. Kind of sad. But wonderful. See you tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.